Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Learning to Mom podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. If you're new here, my name is Layla, and I inform first-time moms on pregnancy and birth so that they can be empowered, informed, and educated without feeling overwhelmed. This week, I'm going to talk about how to overcome third trimester symptoms. This is going to be so beneficial for you, even if you aren't in your third trimester yet, so that you know what these symptoms are and what to do as soon as you start experiencing them. It's one of those you can thank me later. I really just want to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you. Like I'm talking to you individually right now. Thank you for listening and sharing the podcast. Two episodes back, so at 25 episodes, I think, we hit the top 5% of podcasts worldwide. We're ranked on Apple Podcasts. We're just continuing to climb. And I say we, as in you and me. I'm a one-woman show. I mean, 75% of the time I've guessed, but like, it's all on me, you know, finding the guests, recording the episodes, editing the episodes. So the success of this podcast has all been due to you. So thank you for listening for sharing it on your social media stories, for telling your pregnant friends and your pregnant coworkers about it. Like, seriously, thank you. I wanted to share a review from a listener that I got that just really meant so much to me. Stormy Flea, thank you for taking the time out of your day to make my day. It's titled A Godsend for First Time Moms. She says, I found this podcast a couple weeks ago and has literally been a godsend. I am 30 weeks tomorrow with my first pregnancy and have been scrambling for information since I found out at about three to four weeks. I'm in my early 30s and most of my friends and family had all their kids years ago and so much has changed. They're all supportive and try to help out because so much has changed since they had their kids 10 plus years ago. There's only so much that they can do. Also, I feel like my doctors all assume I know everything because I'm older than most first-time moms. They tell me to just bring questions, but I don't even know what to ask, and so I feel unprepared and clueless. I have been feeling like I'm running blind, but since I found this podcast, I finally feel like I can see again. I have listened to just about every episode already, and I look forward to each week's episode as well as the newsletter. Thank you so much for this. I finally feel like I can be prepared. Oh. Stormy Flea, thank you for this. You have no idea how much it means to me. It just really like encourages me to keep at it. So if you want your review to be read on a future episode, maybe even next week's episode, make sure you leave a rating and review wherever you're listening to this on. Now let's get into this week's episode. Pregnancy is a really awesome thing and beautiful and perspective changing and you name it. But it can also come with its fair share of discomforts. As you enter the third trimester, you may find yourself facing new challenges in the forms of various sicknesses and symptoms. From leg cramps to heartburn, fatigue to nesting instincts, these experiences can sometimes overshadow the joy of pregnancy as your body builds a human inside of you. Fear not, though. This episode will provide you with practical tips and guidance to help you overcome these hurdles and make the most of this special time. Now, disclaimer, I am not a doctor and this is not to be taken as medical advice. Please consult your physician for personalized medical advice. First up, we're going to be talking about leg cramps. Leg cramps can be a very unwelcome companion during the third trimester. They often occur at night and can be quite painful, causing disturbances in your sleep. Probably like every other night 
like in the end of pregnancy, like in the last couple of weeks, I would get the most horrible leg cramps. And it's when you like try to just stretch out your legs in the middle of the night and you just, you can't do it. You can't do it. And I didn't realize that like every pregnant woman kind of deals with that. Not every, I'm going to share some tips, but, um, I didn't realize, I guess that it was like so common until I was talking to pregnant moms and I was like, okay, it's not just me. Like I literally have the urge to stretch out. Like where you take your toes and you extend them and make them really straight and you just, you have to withstand the urge because you will have a leg cramp that hurts so bad. And I have dislocated my kneecap three times and I have had two knee surgeries. So I know pain and somehow leg cramps in the middle of the night is up there. So allow me to share some wisdom with you as I had to learn the hard way. So to alleviate leg cramps, try the following. First, stay hydrated. Drink plenty of water throughout the day to keep your muscles hydrated and reduce the chances of cramping. Two, stretch and exercise. Regular gentle exercise such as walking and prenatal yoga can help improve circulation and prevent leg cramps. And also like just performing calf stretches before bed um, will help too. Although I was personally always a little too nervous to try that because that is when I would cramp up. But uh, the third, apply heat. So applying a warm compress or taking a warm bath before bedtime can help relieve muscle tension and reduce the occurrence of cramps. And then lastly, prenatal massage. So just consider maybe getting them or just having your partner really focus on your legs and feet to ease muscle tension and promote relaxation. I am struggling to talk today. I feel like that's always the theme when I do a solo episode. Uh, Oh, well. All right, moving on. Heartburn. Symptom two, talking about, yeah, heartburn. Um, Caused by the pressure of your growing uterus on the stomach. It's a common complaint in third trimester. There's an old wives tale that says if you have heartburn, your baby will be born with a lot of hair. And let me tell you, it was true. Milo was born with a lot of black hair and then it all fell out and she was a bald baby until she was like, I'm not kidding you, a year. Like she didn't start growing hair until a year. She's now a year and a half and her hair is just slowly coming back in and it's blonde. So it's hard to see, which makes it just kind of still look bald. Um, But to minimize discomfort around heartburn, here are some tips. One, eat smaller, more frequent meals. Opt for several smaller meals throughout the day instead of three large ones. This one... All of these heartburn tips that I'm sharing were like really great for me. Um, So I was about to say like this one helped me, but honestly, all of these really helped me. Um, But by eating smaller, more frequent meals, you just prevent your stomach from becoming overly full, which reduces the likelihood of heartburn. Second, avoid trigger foods. So that's spicy, fatty, and acidic foods, which can just make heartburn symptoms much worse. So identify your trigger foods and stay clear of them. Also, chocolate and caffeine are big trigger foods, unfortunately, which really stinks. And what I noticed in mine, my pregnancy, was that it didn't matter if I had coffee at 9 a.m., that would make me have bad heartburn at night. So I'm sure there was a lot of things at play for like why I had really bad heartburn. 
I'm hoping Lord willing pregnancy number two will not have heartburn. Um, I didn't start experiencing it early until the third trimester, but, um, I just noticed that like, it didn't really matter. It wasn't like right before bed. If I had, um, chocolate, then I would have heartburn. It was like, if I had it during the day, (laughs) so not fun. Um, let's see. Tip number three, elevate your upper body. Prop yourself up with pillows while sleeping to keep your upper body slightly elevated. This position helps prevent stomach acid from flowing back up the esophagus. I have multiple mom friends that had to sleep in their nursing chairs in third trimester. Um, so you had to like sleep sitting up a couple times, not like consistently, but when it was really bad, I think I only did it like three times, but I still think three times is more than enough. Um, I did literally sleep like upright in bed, um, put a pillow long way going up my back and literally slept with my head against the headboard. Um, yeah. (laughs) So if worse comes to worse, that does help. Lastly, and antacids. Did I just say that right? I think I'm just having a brain fart. So consult your healthcare provider about taking safe options suitable for use during pregnancy and your pregnancy specifically. I took Tums like it was candy. And then I took Pepsid before bed every night. It was the only thing that gave me relief. And many times I would still have to wake up in the middle of the night and have to sleep upright or like take a Tums. But I recently learned from one of my doula friends, um, that she advises taking papaya enzymes, which are chewables, like similar to Tums, I think, based on my research. And here's what she says. She says, papaya enzymes are way better than Tums. Tums have way too much calcium and will affect the placenta. I've seen it in placentas before and midwives know when moms have had too many Tums. So that's just something to keep in mind. Are you ready? To step up your baby game, get ready to meet your new best friend, the Bisbee Baby Kettle. It's one of my best friends, so now I feel like I'm introducing my best friend to my other best friend. You've heard me raving about it before. It's a total game changer. Picture this. No more being tethered to your kitchen just because your little one needs their milk at the perfect temperature. With the Bisbee Baby Kettle, you can warm breast milk and formula two times faster than any other bottle warmer out there. And one of my favorite parts is that it's not just for milk and formula. So like long after your breastfeeding or formula journey, this little gem can warm up any liquid from hot chocolate to coffee. So you can finally enjoy your hot beverage on the go without worrying about it getting cold. Bisbee Baby uses not one, not two, but six temperature sensors for ultimate accuracy. Plus, it's wireless and super compact, fitting right into your diaper bag with ease. It just, it honestly just looks like a cute thermos coming in three colors. There's black, white and gold, and white and mint. I have the white and gold one, but I don't think you can go wrong with any of the colors. So whether you're out for a stroll, at brunch with the girls, or jet setting on vacation, the Bisbee Baby Kettle has got your back. Head over to bisbeebaby.com and use code MOM10 for an exclusive 10% off just for being a listener of the Learning to Mom podcast. Make sure to add it to your baby registry and drop a hint to your friends and families for that sweet discount.
All right, third symptom talking about today is fatigue. The third trimester often brings a surge of fatigue due to hormonal changes and the increased weight that you're carrying. In my experience, it was not as bad as first trimester fatigue. You're tired, but it's less intensity. I mean, at least that's like what it was in my experience. But to combat exhaustion, one, prioritize rest. Again, I want to say, or I shouldn't say again, because I don't know if you've listened to it, but I did share this under like my tips for fatigue and overcoming first trimester symptoms. I just want to remind you that like, it's not something to overcome. It's truly your body being like, I'm exhausted. I need help. I need more resources. And to do that, like, please honor my need for rest. So these tips are going to be more about like how you can help give your body better rest. So first, prioritizing rest. Listen to your body and give yourself permission to rest when needed. Take short naps during the day and ensure you're getting enough sleep at night. So much like easier said than done, but I think we also just in this society of productivity and go, 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 we feel like bad sometimes or like we're lazy when that's happening. And I just want you to get rid of that mindset and prioritize rest. Secondly, delegate tasks. Seek support from your partner, your family, or your friends to lighten your workload. Delegate household chores and ask for help when necessary. Three, practice self-care. Engage in activities that are relaxing and that rejuvenate you. This could include taking gentle walks, reading, practicing meditation, or enjoying a warm bath. You do you. Um, And lastly, maintain a balanced diet. This goes a long way. Nourish your body with nutritious foods to, to, why do I always struggle with this word? Sustain, to sustain energy levels. Focus on whole grains, lean proteins, fruits, and vegetables. The next symptom to talk about today is nesting. The nesting instinct, characterized by an intense urge to prepare your home for the baby's arrival, is very common in third trimester. And honestly, it's kind of fun. It's like, oh, I want to organize and get everything ready. I must be in the home stretch. I would say this one, I'm not going to say it's like you must overcome it. I'm saying embrace this instinct and get it all done because that will be not be happening when you're in postpartum and exhausted and bleeding and trying to keep a baby alive. So some ideas for you to channel your nesting urges. One, Organize clothes and the nursery. Get everything finished in the nursery so that it's all ready and perfect for babies. Secondly, make meals for postpartum. Freeze them. This is the number one thing I will say. Even like forget the nursery and just channel all of your energy into making freezer meals. It's a pain right now and not very exciting when you would rather buy adorable baby clothes or get a cute wallpaper for the nursery. Uh, but it will be a godsend for you when you are in postpartum. Here are some other ideas for you to do while nesting to just get everything ready and done before you're in postpartum. Deep clean the house and yes, your fridge and freezer. Take out your breast pump and just figure that out. Watch the YouTube tutorials, get comfortable with it, but please don't actually do it because it can induce labor. Um, So don't try to extract milk and use it. Just get the parts washed and figure out how to use it purge items you're about to welcome home a baby which comes 
with a lot of stuff. Doesn't have to, but people love giving stuff or hand-me-downs. Um, so I would say purge, purge your stuff. Make your home less cluttered um, so that when you get more stuff, your house doesn't just like feel overloaded. Um, now, I already mentioned getting the nursery ready, but I would also just get the bassinet ready in your room and assemble the car seat and the stroller and all of that jazz so that it's ready for you to come home from the hospital and make your hospital bag. July 1st, we'll have an episode on what to pack in your hospital bag. So make sure you're following slash subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss it. And in case you missed it last week, I wanted to make sure that you are aware of my favorite Christian kids clothing brand, Celesti Co. I love that they're a small business Christian store, but it doesn't scream small business. <laughs> like just by looking at their clothes, blankets, nursery items, all their stuff, you'd think that they're a big name because everything is really well made. Everything is really cute. It does not look like small business cringe. And I am a, a supporter of small business. I hope that didn't come off wrong. Um, but I think that you know what I mean here. Like Celesti Co. is really awesome, really cute, really professional, like great website. I could go on and on. Everything is ethically designed and curated. Here are some of my personal favorite items from their shop. Their Female Saints crib sheet. Featuring St. Teresa of Lisieux, St. Faustina, St. Catherine of Siena, and more. Their Padre P.O. jogger set for your little man. And Our Lady of the Sea swimsuit that has UPF 50 plus sun protection and is long sleeved. I hope you can tell just by me sharing my favorites. Like you can tell the wide variety of items that they have. It's seriously the best place to shop if you're looking for clothes for your little ones or a gift for someone else. Plus, you know that by shopping at Celesti Co., you're supporting a family-owned small business, which is a win-win for everyone. Go check them out at celestico.com. That's C-A-E-L-E-S-T-I-C-O.com. The link is in the episode show notes for your convenience. Fifth, lightning crotch. If you have not experienced this yet, then listen up. If you have already experienced it, then you know how uncomfortable these are. Essentially, it's a sharp, sudden pain throughout your vagina or pelvic region. It's not a sign of labor and typically isn't an indicator of anything serious. You can usually expect lightning crotch later in the third trimester uh, when your baby is larger and has moved down into your pelvis. Um, I always really felt these when I would be on a long walk. Um, and it would literally like, it stops you in your tracks and you kind of like you, you freeze up there and you just got to wait for it to pass. It doesn't last very long, but, um, yeah, it'd be like going on a walk with Matthew and we'd have to stop. I'm not kidding. Like once every 60 seconds. Um, but that was like much later in pregnancy. Um, but here are some ideas for improving lightning crotch. One, changing positions to make the baby shift just to take the pressure off of a nerve. And wearing an abdominal, that's not, abdominal, yeah, or a belly support band because they help by taking some weight, of, weight off of the pelvis. I linked one that I recommend in the episode show notes below. All right, that's the top five common third trimester symptoms and how to overcome them. In general, just some other ideas or things to keep in mind to help you alleviate some aches and pains. Seeing a pelvic floor therapist will be a 
game like game changing for you. So go see one. Um, also highly recommend seeing a prenatal chiropractor um, because they will help a ton as well. Hopefully this podcast served you and helps. You're seriously so freaking close. You're in the home stretch now. Hang in there and soon you'll be holding your little baby in your arms and it will all be worth it. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Learning to Mom podcast. Don't forget to leave a rating and review and I will catch you again next week.